All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. I am in Illinois in a hotel room, and my computer was overheating, so I've, I've got on a, a laptop desk sort of fan thing, so I'm, I'm yeah. sitting as far away from my computer as possible. There might be a background hum, uh, if there is for the listeners. It It's one of those white noise things that, you know, it's just a fan, so you'll probably get... Oh, God damn it. Hold on. The fucking alarm just went off on the clock for some reason. I didn't set. You ever go to a hotel room and uh, someone sets the alarm on the clock? And yeah. Then, yeah, so that's what's happening here. So, Jake, talk to the listeners. Instead of editing this out, why don't you talk to them? And I'll go I'll uh, go turn the alarm off on the clock. Actually, I'm just going to unplug the goddamn thing. All right, sounds right good. All right, here's the thing, listeners. Uh, well, while Timmel's gone, I don't, I don't think that's just air conditioners or whatever i think he's doing a lot of apologizing for background noise up up front a lot of uh a lot of explanations i i I think he's got captives in there i don't know if they're hitchhikers i don't know if they're uh kids from the school down the street from his house but I, i i think we should call the authorities hopefully uh by the time this podcast comes out those victims are still alive well, I said um, I was in a hotel, so it wouldn't be... Well, I suppose I could have taken kids from the school down the street and then brought them here, so yeah, forget yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know where that hotel is. could be right next to a Chuck E. Cheese, you know? At least whoever set that it. alarm uh, set it for some reason for 11.08 a.m. Like, if you're going to do it as a joke, you set it for 4 a.m. So as, as you go to bed, then your alarm goes off for no reason at 4 a.m., and then you're pissed at whoever had the hotel room before you because, like, ha-ha, dick, uh, you, you, you woke me up at 4 a.m. Yeah, the 1108 alarm is just kind of a weird time, you know? It's a random one. Sometimes people have checked out by then. But anyway, uh, Jake, I feel like the uh, the Godfather 3 right now, because for like two or maybe even three weeks, we've said we're going to discuss movies, and we should. We should discuss movies, but it's like every time we try and get away from talking about Trump, he just pulls us right back in. Because how can we not talk about what happened a couple days ago where he used the, uh, why do we have all these immigrants from shithole countries? Listeners, we are recording on Saturday the 13th. Uh, this will get posted, you know, new podcast Monday. But So, yeah, he just made, uh, as we record, the shithole comment, and it's all over the news. We kind of have to talk about it before we get to movies. Personally... I laughed when he said it because that's all you can do at this point is just like it's not unexpected. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was pretty much par for the course for him, and I, he didn't even say it in front of a, a press conference or anything. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's how I picture the Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf on Wall Street character in in, in real life, which is basically this guy. Um, but he's he's a more animated orange version of that. That that's exactly how I picture him talking in in private meetings. Anyway, so I I I, I didn't find it that shocking at all. And it does uh, sadly speak to his base. It speaks to his constituents who wonder the exact same thing. They're like, yeah, why do we take all these come people in from shithole countries? Because maybe the obvious answer is they are shithole countries and. They are trying to better themselves. Whoever is listening right now, and Jake, I'll ask you this question. Uh, if you were to win the lottery tomorrow, would you continue to live in a basement apartment? Or would you move to, I don't know, Beverly Hills? When you become rich, you you try and upgrade your life. Or if you are, po- I'm saying, if you are poor, you try and upgrade your life. And when you do, you, you move to better places. So 
if there is an earthquake in Haiti, as which is how we got a bunch of refugees from there, they, you know, why shouldn't we be welcoming? Fuck it. They had an earthquake. They lost everything. Come on into America. We have space. We have jobs. Fuck it. Let them in. I, I, I don't understand the argument. Of course, people don't want to come here from Norway. Norway's awesome. That's why we don't have Norwegian immigrants, because it's an awesome goddamn country. The only reason someone would come here from Norway is if they went, well, I could either go to Spain or Florida, and for some reason I want to go to Florida because Norway's cold. Other than that, of course we are getting, quote, shithole country immigrants because they want to better their lives, and there's nothing goddamn wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I do see the the, the concern that oh well, there might be there might be terrorists in there. You know what I mean? Like if if it's a country like Syria or something, they're they're worried about terrorists coming over disguised as refugees. But the thing right, right, right. that they that they seem to ignore when they they talk about ISIS coming over with with these refugees and immigrants and things like that. We already have a pretty strong vetting process for it. it. Takes about two years for them to get over here. So it's not like we're just we're just kind of opening a plane and going. All right, anybody that wants to come in, come aboard, fly into the U.S. Let's go. They're they're not really doing that. So that I, I'm not. It, it, I mean, it's it's one thing to kind of voice your concerns about a few terrorists or whatever coming over with with the the rest of the people but when they just demonize everybody just for wanting a better life that's the part i don't get well if you want to talk terrorists let's just use logic that has been used before um i i they they generally accept families or women and children first uh it's it's you know, single men in their 20s get vetted even more harshly right. than a woman and kid. But if you want to talk about terrorism, uh, say you do have a kid and a mom and that's it. And they are on this waiting list for two years and then Trump gets elected president and they're told, yeah, fuck you. You can't come here when that kid gets older and remembers and he has no future and no life and nowhere to go and grows up in a refugee camp. Is he going to love America and, you know, like, oh, America rejected me. That's awesome. Or is he viable to be recruited by ISIS or whatever terrorist group will be out in 15 years when he is? Actually, they get kids, so it doesn't have to wait 15 years. You know, when they're 10, 12 years old, they, they become little mini terrorists when they're impressionable. And what kind of impression do you want to them be to fair, have? I did see a pamphlet for an ISIS summer camp for kids. It looked like a lot of fun, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ideology aside, it, it uh, yeah, they had little bouncy castles. Well, they and do stuff have monkey bars. We we see they have monkey bars and all their. They do have playgrounds that they train on. Yeah, yeah. I, they, they they had little uh, little face painting stands where they paint you up to look like Osama bin Laden. It, it looked like a blast, honestly. Well, let, let's do one more thing with Trump's racism, and then we'll talk about movies. I read an interesting article that was doing a sideways parallel. Um, piece talking about his shithole comment saying the shithole comment is to be expected what people are not understanding is how the racism he has is preventing him from being uh, good at his job there was a a korean american woman born in new york um, an intelligent analyst intelligence analyst who spoke at a security briefing about, I believe it was Syria, I've clicked off the article, so it's not important, but she she spoke of refugees and terrorists, and when she was done speaking, 
Donald's question was, and where are you from? And she's like, I, I'm an American. He's like, no, no, your ancestry. Where is your ancestry from? She, she's like, well, I, I'm born in America, but my ancestry is Korean. And then Donald Trump turned to one of his other advisors and said, why isn't she on North Korea? Why isn't, why isn't this beautiful young Korean woman uh, examining North Korean problems? Because that's how limiting his mind was. This woman spoke to him about Syrian refugees, and all he could focus on was, well, she's you know, got Korean in her blood, uh, she should be doing Korea. That's how distracted he is by race. That's not a, you know, slanty-eyed, yellow demon, you know, racist, but it's still racism in the fact that he's distracted by race and is not doing his job. He's thinking about where is she from instead of anything she's talking about. And I found that fascinating when I read it. Yeah, plus the dude's like 70, so he's re he's reaching the, the years where... He says racist shit, and you go, well, he's from another generation or whatever, but he's he's running shit, too. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, let's talk movies. But I will say real quick sure, about sure. the shithole comment. For all the people on the left that find that shithole comment just fucking awful, you know every one of you is called Alabama a shithole state at one point. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know you called it a shithole state when it was looking like Rory Moore was going to win, so... Uh, fucking yell at, yell at the, the person in the mirror for that one. That's what I say. And and after Jones won, all you did was uh, flip your shithole comments about Alabama to Mississippi. All Alabama did was elevated themselves one notch above Mississippi on the shithole uh, sort of level the way we look at America. Like, ah, Alabama, yeah. not so bad. At least there are no Mississippi. And many of you didn't even say that it wasn't a shithole afterwards. You just said that it was less of a shithole than Mississippi. Oh, thank you. The people of Alabama appreciate that. All right. So we've, we've talked movies in the past, uh, but now, as you mentioned a couple podcasts ago for people uh, who missed it, you got <clears throat> Movie Pass, which I may or may not get as it gets closer to summer when all the blockbusters come out. Right now, I go to movies maybe once a month, $5 Tuesday, so I'm spending 5 bucks a month seeing a matinee. But you live in New York where movies are, you know, $15, $18, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's expensive, man. The, the, the drinks are expensive. The popcorn is expensive. It's all really expensive. But got this movie pass for $10. $10 a month, you get to see as many movies as you want. Now, this doesn't include 3D movies. It doesn't include IMAX. But it's one movie only, a day, any movie a day. One movie a day. And you cannot repeat, though. You can't, like, go see <clears throat> Thor three times. You have to see a different movie every day. I mean, I, I think... No, you could you could see the same movie again if you wanted. Like, just no, not, I have not a friend that has day. a pastor who says you can't. Really? Because I've seen Shape of Water twice. Huh. All right. Well, maybe he's wrong. All right. Fair it's enough. More, it's more that Russian fake news, man. Came right from Putin's <laughs> mouth. But no... I the th the only thing about Movie Pass, which a as a comic I I should have seen this coming, but um, it's free to get in. But with Movie Pass, there is a two drink minimum and sodas like ten twenty dollars. So yeah, they got me with that one, just like a comedy club. No, there's there's no drink minimum or anything. I was gonna um, say. So you they, you had hinted that if we did the best movies we saw in twenty seventeen. Uh, roundup, even though we're, we're into 2018 already, most of yours would be from the final weeks of December anyway. Yeah, they, they'd all be from since I got Movie Pass, which was like a month ago. God well, damn it. You talk, you talk about background noise. The heater just kicked on. I'm looking at it. 
the off button is on. I turned the the heater on because the fan is really loud and I didn't want more goddamn background noise noise and it just went off but I literally as it kicked on looked at it and it read oh this is turned off even though it was on what the fuck dude you should just tell that heater to put the lotion back in the basket Something. and let us get back to the podcast <laughs> you know what I'm saying all right those so. fucking captives are annoying man you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta beat them into submission before this thing starts something like that all right, your top movie of 2017. Go for it. Oh shit! I, I didn't. I didn't know we were gonna do top. I thought we were just gonna talk movies in general. Okay, fair enough. My all right. I can I go first go. if you want. While you, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. You go thoughts. first, man. My top movie of 2017 was Blade Runner 2049. No shit! I've been looking for that. I've been trying to see it. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Blade Runner the original? I do, but I really wanted to go back and rewatch that one because it's been, it's been a long, long time. You don't need to. It wouldn't hurt to watch it again, but you don't need to. I didn't rewatch it before just going into Blade Runner 2049, but no spoilers, won't give anything away. All I'm going to say is what's amazing about this film is you're dealing with fake humans they're called replicants and just like in the original in this one uh ryan gosling has the harrison ford role where he is a blade runner himself who goes and hunts down rogue blade runners that have escaped the system they're they're slaves but they're not really humans they're they're cyber you know they're they're fake organ okay either way for a movie about fake humans and one guy who hunts down other fake humans it was the oddest most touching you know it had human emotion in it which was insane you're dealing with these like ryan gosling plays a blank slate for the entire film where he doesn't express emotion because he doesn't have it built into him and yet it was insanely like visually it was stunning and and the sets were amazing and the cinematography and the story was compelling but at the end of it all, I was stuck going, how does this movie that is devoid of emotion bring so much emotion out of me? And that was the trick, is that you fill in the gaps that you're not getting by the replicants. And I, I found it just, like I said, visually stunning, compelling story-wise, yeah. and emotional and touching. I thought it was great. I, I, like, I, I like that in Blade Runner it. they have these robots doing all these uh, really technical things. And, you know, they're an integral part of society. Whereas I, I think if you could just fast forward that far into the future on, on the trajectory that we're on with robots, they would just be ultra realistic fuck dolls. You know, like they would just be like that. That is it. Like, oh, we, we could have them perform brain surgery. At, nah, 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 nah. It's, it's, it's not where the market's at. Not well, for that- these babies. That happens in the film. One quick spoiler alert is uh, not giving anything away in the plot, but he does have a uh, a hologram girlfriend. Um, and at one point, this was done in another movie, but I can't think of what movie it was done in. Oh, it was it was uh, she, the one with uh, or her, the one with uh, um, uh, uh, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. And the voice I, ne- I never Johansson. saw that one, man. Well, she she plays uh, just a voice on the cloud. She's just uh, a program in his computer. And when they fall in love, she hires a prostitute to have sex with him, uh, so that she can sort of experience it. You know, like and that that happens in Blade Runner also, where he has a hologram girlfriend and she hires a prostitute, 
and then sort of they so that the prostitute can have sex with Ryan Gosling and sort of experience what it's like to be with the hologram girlfriend. It, I'm doing a poor job ex- explaining it, but I don't want to go into so more So you're detail. telling me he slept with a hooker while staring at a hologram? Kind of. The hologram... That sounds like the future. I'll buy, <laughs> yeah, I, I buy it. I, 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 that's what it's all about, man. It is. It really is. But again, that's that was another... Going. That was another aspect of, of the humanity and emotion that I found is he's having this real relationship with a hologram and a computer program because it's easier for him as a robot, and I know that robot's not the correct term, replicant, it's easier for him to relate to a hologram and, and, and computer program than it is to other humans. It's, it's just brilliant. Ooh, it's great. Hashtag There's- me too question for 200 <laughs> years in the future, whatever. If you work in an office, there's a guy at work, seems nice, he's your boss, he's whatever, and then somebody lets you know that he has a hologram of you that he bangs hookers oh. to. Is that is that a hashtag me too infraction? Ooh. I say yes. I think we'll have to wait 200 years and see what the Supreme Court then decides. See, they're going to listen to this 200 years from now and be like, what the fuck? Can you believe the misogyny back then thinking it's okay <laughs> to just go jerk it off to holograms of women they work with like, like bigots? My God. They're horrible people. All right. Did you pick a film? Um, I did, you know, so far, well, you've seen I'm the shape gonna, of water twice. So I wonder if you're going to head down that path. I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to do that. It had a, it had a really, it, it, it was just a fun movie. It, it looked really cool too. Just visually. I, I really liked the way it was shot and, and the plot was really interesting. It was basically uh, a little bit of a spoiler alert for people, but you can kind of get this from the trailer. Uh, it's it's a it's a deep romance story about a lady who can't talk and a half man half fish mutant of some kind. I didn't think they could make that plot work. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm not getting choked up by this live action soft core hentai porn coming out of Hollywood. But you, God damn it, by the end of the movie, it completely changed my outlook on interspecies relations. I used to be one of you bigots out there who. You know, would walk around with your tiki torches going, no daughter of mine's coming home with a man who's not human. Fish will not replace us. But I'm woke now. <laughs> Fish will not replace us. Fish yes. will not replace us. I'm woke now, people. There was a guy he's a in the 1930s who used to... Yes, he's, he's, he's a merman. He's not a fish. That's the N-word for fishmen, for mermen, <laughs> is fish. You know, you don't say the F-word. That's the fish N-word. How dare you? Or the merman N-word. I, I don't know. <laughs> something, it's somewhere something. in there. There was a guy in the 30s who used to call them that. His name was Hitler. I fuck mer people now because I'm woke. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, my number two movie was uh, T2 Train Spotting, the sequel to Train Spotting. Uh, my, no my top shit. Two films were, how, were, I didn't. I was wondering how that was going to turn out, man. What's funny is how my top two films were like sequels to films like either twenty or thirty years in the past. Yeah. Wow. And, and this one, I'm going to admit, might have been some nostalgia because. You know, you can sure. do something like where you make a shitty sequel ten years later that just no one cares about. Like Anchorman Two was not as, 
good as the first. It was oh, I passable. shut that piece of shit off. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't great, but but this one, man, just watching because it's about real people, and even though it's not a documentary, you know what I mean by real people. They really took the characters into where they would be, and I again, I found it just. And again, I, maybe it was nostalgia, but it really took me back to where I was when I saw the first one, and it really made me care about these people and where they ended up. And I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Train Spotting too. You know, if if it was a realistic sequel to that movie, twenty years later, they all would have just OD'd on heroin. It would be <laughs> it would be their next of kin's going. Yeah, Begbie's fucking dead now. <laughs> so Scooter, I I don't know any of the other names, but. They all would have OD'd on heroin, and it would just be their kids who were born addicted to drugs, and now they're trying to sell sell weed and cocaine in middle school. Well, see, that's what I liked about it is, not not to give anything away, but Begbie was just getting out of jail. Um, you know, so they, they really had, and, and uh, a pretty boy, I can't think of his name, Sick Boy died, I think, or was Sick, either way, he, he was they, still a loser, and... And uh, it just it, I I just found it really compelling. I thought it was a yeah. good update. You got a number no, two? No, I, I definitely watched it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, you got a number two. Number two, I'm going to go with Darkest Hour. Oh, there you go. The uh, Gary Oldman uh, vehicle. Some Winston Churchill. Yeah, going to fight him on the beaches, fight him in the streets, fight him in the fields, all that. It's good, man. And it was funny. My girlfriend hated it. Uh, we watched really? it Christmas Eve before we... She hated it. She said that the darkest hour was her darkest two hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> she hated that movie. Her her thing was with it was there was too many speeches. It was just a bunch of speeches. And I was like, yeah, it's about Churchill. He smoked cigars, he drank scotch, and he gave speeches. Essentially, her problem with the Churchill movie is there was too much Churchill in the Churchill movie, which I found offensive. I can't remember. I know it happened to me. I can't remember what film, but I was, uh, uh, my wife and I, I, we were at home, so I was putting something on DVD. I'm like, oh, you got to see this film. It's one of my favorites. And I look over and she's asleep. I'm like, all right, well, there you go. I guess uh, it's funny how you can have just such different experiences <laughs> where you're like, I absolutely love this and you hate it. It's the same thing when me and my girlfriend watch that cartoon hentai porn. You know, I, I love it. Her, not so much. She's like, this is weird. Why don't you watch real people bone? Why is there tentacles involved? It's it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, number three for me, uh, okay, oddly starts with number three in the title. Uh, just one Golden Globes. My uh, third favorite film was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I, oh, God damn it. I've been wanting to see that. I've been I meaning to get around to that. Absolutely enjoyed it. In fact, uh, I remember when I was thinking about it, I said, you know what? Um, Blade Runner 2049 will not win any Golden Globes because it's a sci-fi film, and those just automatically get kicked aside like, well, that's science fiction, so it can't be serious. So my hope was that as as Blade Runner got ignored by the award season, that three billboards would pick up the slack, and it did. Right yeah. so far, and just I don't want to give anything away because it it really the way they reveal because you know that from the preview, like oh she she puts her message up on three billboards and it pisses off the police, but the way they reveal what happened uh, and why she's putting the billboards in place. It's 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 funny and it it really hits you hard. It's it just there there are so many wonderful scenes and it ends. 
it ends the way I love hate movies to end. It ends ambiguously like life. There is no bow on the uh, package of this movie. There's no cherry on top of the Sunday that says, okay, this is the end. It ends like life ends with the characters continuing forward and you don't know what's going to happen after the credits roll. And I, I found that both fascinating and wonderful and frustrating because it's like, no, I'm, I'm I want gonna, resolution. I'm going to tell me, tell me if I'm, don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, Woody Harrelson cuts her hands off and, or one of her hands and then tells her he's his father. I'm not telling anything. But uh, there you All go. Right. Three billboards. Just and, and here's the thing: when I, when I'm ranking these movies, when I'm saying number one, number two, they are all so close. It's not like okay, my number one movie is up here on the top of Everest, and then number two is halfway down. I'm like these are all right brushed up against one another. Like I, I they're they're separated by millimeters. Like one and two, yeah. three and four. Like they're all so good. It's only when I get further down that I go okay, now like. Four is a really big difference from you know six, but anyway. So what's your number three? You got one? Um. Yeah, I'll go with the post, which we talked about a little bit. Which I still thought was hilarious that you said the post gets all the credit when they posted it second. Yeah, that's true. They 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 did. They made a movie uh, not about Daniel Ellsberg. The guy that stole the Pentagon Papers. Not about the New York Times, the first paper to print it, but the real heroes. The second paper to print the... Yeah, you know, but she, she had a lot of things to, you know, consider. I mean, there was money problems. So she could she was worried about getting sued or shut down by the government? Yeah, and investors not putting money in. and they, Yeah, it was... like, But it was, it was still a really good movie. Well, good. All right, we can start speeding things up. Uh, my number four was Logan, uh, the final Wolverine film, which uh, they, they did the, the Deadpool thing, which could have backfired, where they went, oh, an R-rated movie can sell? All right, we're going to make ours rated R. And, and it could have just been like a cash grab, like, ooh, people want R-rated films. Let's just have Logan say fuck. But what they yeah. did is they made Wolverine actually violent, and use his claws the way you always wanted to see. And it, it was set in a dystopian sort of future. Not dystopian, but for mutants it was dystopian. They're they're getting they're they're basically all wiped out. And so it wasn't like a hero movie where you have a team of superheroes that has to beat a team of bad guys. You just have people at the end of their lives, basically. Uh, and it was just a really I I compelling look at what happens as you are nearing the end of your life. So See, like, I think I think if you're gonna make it rated R with the superhero movie for the last one of these old, make it ultra dark and give that a sad ending. What you do is Wolverine, uh, you know, he's had a long, uh, prosperous career of fighting bad guys, but then women start coming forward, going back in the back in the nineties. <laughs> and Wolverine, he, uh, he groped me with his claws, and and then you know everybody turns on Wolverine, and he's like, wait a minute, what about the time that I beat him? It's like, well, fuck you, man. Like, what about all the other X Men that weren't groping women? They're the heroes, not you, you you, you scurvy dog. Oh. And, and, they, and they call him a scurvy dog at the end. And 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 that's that's how they end. It's Wolverine is a, Wolverine is 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 a sexual assaulter. 
that would have made it probably my number one film above yes. above Blade Runner. That uh, that's a twist I would have never seen coming. That is fantastic. Well played. People Jake. need people need to have me consult on more comic book movies, more movies in general. <laughs> I feel I got good ideas. All right, your number four. My number four. I'm gonna go with Get Out. I really like Get Out. Really, that one I didn't. I can't. I didn't put that on my list because I didn't see it until HBO. Uh, I so also I, didn't see it till HBO because yeah, that was it was in the theater before I had movie fast. But I I liked it, man. I liked it, uh, but I also I couldn't get past. And this is just me being an asshole. I get pissed off when there's something that is such a flaw, and I hated the fact that he was strapped in the chair, his arms were completely strapped down. And yet somehow he was able to get fucking cotton in his ears or upholstery in his ears so that he missed the hypnotic cue the next time it played because there's no way he would have been able to. And I was just like, come on, you can't. His arms were strapped down because they show him picking at the armchair and I'm giving shit away without giving it away. You know, I'm, I'm spoiling it. But... Now, I, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I missed it, but didn't he lean his head down there to the chair? He couldn't. They didn't show it, unless I'm remembering incorrectly. I, they did not show him leaning his head down. But you put your head in and try and lean forward and move your hand and touch your ear. It, it's impossible. It, it could not have happened. I mean, I, I'm Here doing we are. it right now, but I don't... What, like, what all was... I know his hands and his feet were. His, they, they were strapped at the wrist. So if you can bend over and, and touch your hand with your wrist strapped down, maybe he was flexible, but I wish they had shown it. I'm doing it right now, man. That's why really? I'm louder on the on the recording. I'm talking right into the phone. All right. Well, I didn't dislike it. I just, you know, I didn't feel it was fair to put in my top list because I didn't. Maybe both see me the and theater. that guy are freaks of nature, and we're the only two people who can do it. Uh, maybe I'm just that, an old that's man why that you're can't not bend over. It. And I, I know a couple other people that didn't like that aspect too. But eh, you know, maybe it depends. I on your well, I mean, I'd have to go back and watch it again because I, I don't remember. I thought they just had his his wrists. And his feet strapped in. Yeah, they did. He didn't have anything around his chest, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. All right, number five for me was a three-way tie because I couldn't figure out where to put these movies. But it was uh, Spider-Man, Dunkirk, and Thor. I just thought they were uh, Dunkirk was amazing, Spider-Man was fun, and Thor was hilarious. And that's all I really need to say about those. Yeah, I, I really liked... Uh... I, I really like the Hour of Darkness movie. It, I, I haven't seen Dunkirk, but it, it was kind of funny because my, my girlfriend at one point, we were talking about Hour of Darkness afterwards, and she was like, you know, they could have put more action in the movie by cutting over to the to the British troops that were trapped fighting the Germans because they showed that here and there. And I was like, oh, the, you mean the... British troops that were trapped in Dunkirk, like they did in the entire movie Dunkirk. <laughs> I think they already made that movie earlier this year. It was called what? What they call the movie about the troops in Dunkirk? Oh, Dunkirk! <laughs> yes, watch Dunkirk. Uh, funny. Uh, do you have a five, or are we run enough? Uh, you yeah, went to HBO. you know, I'll, I'll throw the Star Wars on there. The new Star really? Wars, I like that. Well, in that... fact, did hey, did Rogue One come out this year or last year? Rogue One came out uh, last year. Yeah, it's 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, so two years ago, technically. Yeah, that was. I I, I like the new Star Wars. It was, it was a bit long. Felt like they had a lot of filler in there. That was my only real complaint with it. 
See, my uh, Star Wars for me was my second. I saw 12 films in the theater last year, and Star Wars was number 11. That was my second to worst film of last year, which just meant to me that uh, that it wasn't the horrible. I didn't hate it, but just everything else was better than it. I, even, I when I sat down, yeah, like, hey, yeah, no, there was, there was nothing it. wrong just, with the Star Wars movie. It had a little too much filler, but it was, it was still, it's still, it's still a great movie. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't put it as great. I put it as watchable. I'm like, you know what? I liked it. It was okay, but I, I did not leave the theater going, this was great. I was like, uh, it was all right. I, yeah. I expected more about this. To me, uh, if you want to jump all the way to the bottom, my worst film was It, the uh, Stephen King clown film. Oh, I didn't see that. To me, the reason I. I didn't know why I hated it until I started watching Stranger Things. And I think I said this on the podcast. When I watched it, I sat the entire time going, I, it's, it's done well. The kids are great actors. It's, it's shot well. It looks good. I just don't care about anything. They just have, I have no, nothing, no emotion invested in anything going on here. And then I saw Stranger Things and went, this is what it should have been. This has me invested. You know, this, this, whatever yeah. they are doing here script-wise has me more invested in these characters than anything it did. And the problem with it is you're taking an 800-page book and turning it into a two-hour movie. And I know they split it into two parts, kids and adults, but still, the backstories for each kid in the book are really in-depth. This is the kid. This is his parents. These are his parents. This is why he is who he is. You get these big breakdowns of why you care yeah. about the characters. And in the movie, you get one scene tops where it's literally like, oh, that kid's mom is fat. And that's it. In the book, she is obese and overbearing and a protectionist and raises him, you know, just shut uh, down from the world. And you get this big sense of why he needs to break free and spend time with his friends. In the movie, you get one moment where she's like, don't you dare do this. And it's like, it just, it didn't translate. And I know it's difficult to translate books to movies, but it was the worst film I saw just because I didn't care about anything. It, yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but that was one of those where I'm going, why why did you need to remake this? What's wrong with just going back and watching the original? If I, if I have kids and they're like 10 or something, when, I, I, I think I was around 10 when I saw it, I could just show them it and be like, look, this is a, it's a horror movie from when I was a kid. Maybe you'll like it too. I, I, I don't know why you need another one. Well, they wanted to make it really scary and more violent like the the first one was made for tv so they they had to censor and pull a lot of punches this one they made rated r so they could act they actively showed in the first scene they showed uh the younger brother the kid chasing the boat they showed his arm getting chomped off like they didn't show that in the so they wanted like i was saying with logan they uh, they chased that. Ooh, there's a uh, you know horror movies that are rated R always open big and then drop off. They wanted to chase that rated R to really get people jumping in their seats. And there were a couple moments like that's the thing is I said it, it was done well. The kids were all great actors. As I was watching it, you could tell they put money into it. It just there was no emotional investment. You just didn't give a fuck. So what was yeah. your uh, worst film of the year? I don't know that I have one. I I didn't I didn't really watch that many. 
new films. Uh, like I said, because of uh, I, I just got the movie pass thing, so I've been watching them all now. Well, did you have one like me where it was like it, where I'm like, I, I'm not saying I fucking hate that film. I didn't have any film I saw that I literally, I mean, I had some that I don't remember on HBO where I'm just like done, where I would shut it off halfway through, but I don't remember those. But yeah, I stuck to theater those. films. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't have a worse one, honestly. I mean, right. I, well, because I, I was cherry picking. I've been going to stuff that I, I just want to see. Right, you know? right. All right, well, let me quick bang through the rest of mine, and we'll wrap this up. My, my number six was American Made, uh, which, man, when Tom Cruise is is just playing your everyman, you you forget when he's playing action heroes or super, you know, gods like you know the the Mission Impossible. You forget that he's a really good actor. American Made, he yeah. played just an average guy that started doing drug running for Central America, just got roped into it. It was it was I thought it was great. It yeah, was, I, it was really, I love really Tom good. Cruise movies, man. Uh, number seven for me was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Liked it. You know, it was fine. Number eight was The Disaster Artist, which was good. It just wasn't as good as anything else I saw. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. I, I got to watch The Room first, though. I don't want to watch that without watching The Room. <laughs> I, I haven't seen The Room, so I, I went to see it. Number nine for me was John Maybe Wick. The, maybe it would be farther up on the list if you'd seen The Room. Maybe, maybe. Uh, number nine was John Wick Chapter 2, and that to me i enjoyed it but it felt like a sequel it really like john wick the first one was just i love that film i thought i never saw any any of them what what are they about oh just 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 uh you have uh hbo now or go or netflix yeah you've got to find it i don't know what what platform it's on but uh, find it on one of your platforms john wick i'm not going to tell you anything about it just watch it it's fun it is just fun well they need to make a prequel called john wick booth you know, because he had one of his ancestors. He was famous for, uh, when, what did he do? What did he Wilkes, do? Oh, he killed Wilkes, Lincoln. He Wilkes. killed Lincoln. Yeah. Then John number Wick 10 Booth. for me was the same thing. It was Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Kingsman, the first Kingsman, it was a lot of fun. It just took you by surprise. You're like, wow, this is a blast. And the Golden Circle just felt like a sequel. And from there, number 11, I already said, was Star Wars. And number 12 was It. So there, there was my movie rundown for 2017 nice nice yeah i i I think i'll have a lot more next year because i've been been watching so many with movie pass well there you go listeners do you agree with us do you disagree or you just leave a comment tell us message us put a comment on soundcloud blade runner fuck you that was the worst thing we saw whatever you whatever you think you're welcome to your opinion and we want to hear it uh, tell your friends to listen to us. Write good things about us on iTunes. And next oh, week, Wonder Woman. I saw Wonder see Woman. Oh, I, I, never, I haven't seen it. What'd you think? Oh, you oh, told I'll, we talked about I'll, it. Yeah, you, I'll yeah, do. Yeah, I'll do that as least favorite new movie. I saw just, uh, and it honestly wasn't bad. It's just I don't dig comic book movies, so that's. I mean, that's it's gonna be my least favorite. Um, if I watched one comic book movie this year, probably wasn't as good as the other stuff that that I that I chose to go to. Uh, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't do a bad job making it. I'm just, you know, not into it. I remember when you did see it, uh, now that you say it, cause I forgot that you had seen, it, but I remember when you did see it, you, you said the same thing. You talked about it in a way that was like, uh, this wasn't bad, but, and you may, oh, I remember your take on it was, uh, something about her skimpy outfit was, 
Right. Oh, and that the fact that she's so goddamn gorgeous. Like, wouldn't a yeah, female role yeah. model would have been would have been like you know Wonder Woman is this you know obese you know just sort of unattractive woman to give average women you know a role model? But nope, they made her the most attractive goddamn woman you could. That was your take at the time. Yeah, if if it's a, if it's like a female action star, make her butchier. You know, I like that they were like hey, we we're gonna get this empowering movie for women with the tough female action star it's like okay well, do, do you want to go with a field hockey player like a, like a lacrosse player you know <laughs> like a crew cut chick no 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 no, no. I, w- I want a small sexy underwear model looking lady like what and then and then it's like all right well is she gonna have like a how about like a bulletproof vest no nah, no nah, we're gonna give her metal lingerie yeah her superpower is uh her makeup never smears even when hit in the face with shrapnel and that way, every woman in the theater can look up at her and aspire to be that. Yes, which is uh, weird. Like, dude, if I'm if I'm kidnapped by 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 terrorists, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I remember I don't want this the joke. actress that that kicks in the kicking in the door. Like, I don't want the actors that play Wonder Woman kicking the door. Give me one fat trucker from Iowa named Margie. You know what I'm saying? Like one Margie <laughs> over like six Wonder Women. Yes, I remember all that. Yes, there you go. Jake found a least favorite film of the year. All right, agree or disagree with us, let us know. We want to hear your thoughts. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.